Don't touch the dial. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you something that I don't think I've told you before. I'll be on stage at the Deal Maker Live event in Dallas, Texas on July 25th, 6th, and 7th. This event is going to be insane. Michael Blanc will be there. Hal Elrod will be there. Corey Peterson, Robert Helms. Are you kidding me? Adam Adams, Joe Fairless, Andrew Cushman, Matt Faircloth, David Zook, Brian Burke, Michael Becker, Reed Goosen, Stan Hanford, and Neil Bawa. It's going to be insane. I hope to see you there. Just go to dealmakerliveevent.com forward slash Adam to get an extra 100 bucks off and not to pay full price. Do the forward slash Adam. That link's in the show notes. So go ahead and go into the links and grab your tickets right now to Dallas. I'll see you on July 25th through 27th. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast, the one, the only Creative Real Estate Podcast. And I'm your host, Adam A. Adams, and I'm here to provide value to you. So if you're into real estate, there's a lot of creative ways to get involved. Today, we're really talking about being passively invested in syndication. So we're going to learn a lot. And who we have on the show today is actually KK. Without further ado, how are you, Krishan? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Adam. Fantastic to have you. And I know you've been passively invested in multiple deals and you've really learned what it takes to be safe when passively investing. And so we're really going to cover those three steps, the three most important steps. But why don't we, before we get there, just tell us how did you get involved into real estate in the first place? What attracted you to it? Uh, actually, I got uh, into real estate by, by chance because uh, one of uh, our community guy here, he had owned uh, 40 houses for about 40 years and uh, he came, walked up to me at our church and he, he said he's go, he wants to sell his houses to me. And I was in the gas station business for years and uh, I never thought of uh, getting into the real estate, but he gave me such a good deal. I couldn't decline it. I couldn't refuse it. So I thought, let's do it. So I got into uh, this 40 houses that we bought from him in one, two shots, actually. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So you decided at some point that you'd like to be passively invested into multifamily syndication and um we're going to talk about how to do that safely, but let me just ask you, did you, the way we're going to teach people today, is that exactly how you did it in the first place or did you learn these things by trial? No, I didn't le learn these things first. Uh, soon after I got those 40 properties because we were thinking of that we don't uh, save money on tax because we had cash flow uh, on our gas station businesses. And we ended up paying a lot of tax. And uh, after we got into these houses, we ended up paying even more tax. So I started researching what's the way, where, where to put, park our money that we can grow our money and also pay less tax. So I came across the multifamily syndication process. And uh, first we started to buy our own multifamily 
uh, we we gave some offers and uh, it didn't work. We didn't we didn't win any of them. So uh, I decided to invest with uh, Ivan Barrett and started. I I thought okay, we're gonna start in just investing passively and we keep do, running our business and and these forty properties which I manage myself. So. I I started investing passively, and after my first deal, which I just invested in without doing my much homework, and talking to Ivan Barrett once, and uh, after that, I realized that, that I need to learn the process and make sure underwrite the deals and make sure that I'm not just putting my money blindly, and uh, also my. My two of my partners, they got uh, interested in in doing the same thing, and they then I started doing research, and uh, I found some others also, other syndicators also, and uh, then I had a good flow of uh, uh, deals, and then I started comparing those deals, uh, and I prepared an Excel sheet where I I entered uh, all the information from the OMS and compared the deals uh, which one is better so i whichever the deal i liked i i i started investing <clears throat> perfect all right so here's the three steps so if you're listening here are the three steps to being safe in multifamily passive syndication so you want to be passive you want to just put your money you're a credit investor great here's how you do it step 1 is to get educated and what are the three ways that you got educated, KK? First of all, I uh, started learning on bigger pockets. I started following the multifamily uh, part of it, and I learned there a lot. And I followed some of the syndicators who were going on the bigger pockets regularly, answering our questions, and uh, I, I started learning the process as well as betting my sponsors because I had first, I had a plan of uh, putting 200,000 every year passively into the real estate. And, uh, and I, I did both things at the same time. And then I started talking to them after I uh, followed them on the bigger pockets. I made them friend on the Facebook and then started learning what other people have to say about them too and contacted some other passive investors to learn about these guys and and uh, I liked them and started investing with them. Okay, perfect. So so there's really four things then. It's it's going on bigger pockets or other forums. It would be uh, taking classes or boot camps. It would be reading books. Correct. And the fourth one would be podcasts. Podcasts, yes. Okay, perfect. Um, do you need to do all four? Do you need to do bigger pockets or Facebook as well as taking classes or boot camps as well as reading books as well as doing podcasts or I think all the all the four different have different aspects of the syndication. So I think if you can do all the four, that would be the best thing to do. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And and step two into being a safe passive investor is really vetting your sponsor. So if you could talk a little bit about how you do that. Well, I, I, I just told you that I started following them on, on uh, uh, BiggerPockets and then Facebook to their websites. 
and then then i started talking to them i started calling them and and called several of them and to see what they have done how how they underwrite their deals are they conservative and are they doing in good emerging markets are they investing in tertiary markets or or are the msas so and are they investing in stabilized properties or value add because as uh, if i am doing passively i would i would prefer value add property i don't want to risk my money much i don't want to do i, I have never done in repositioning projects but most of my investments are value add properties got it got it okay so uh the notes that we have so are this is this is awesome by the way i love this i love this episode and anyone who wants to go passive I know that they're going to learn a ton and anyone who's uh, an active sponsor like me, I'm learning a lot from you right now on, you know, what we ought to be doing and how a passive views what we're doing in our business. So by the way, thank you so much for your time of being here. So you talk to the past investors, you call them up, you follow them on, on bigger pockets and Facebook and you ask them about their returns. You make sure that they're being, you said, um, conservative. That's a huge one. Uh, you'll look at their fees. You'll find out if they're putting skin into the game and you'll look and talk to other passive investors that may have been passively investing with them. What do you ask those passive investors when you say, hey, how is Adam Adams? What, what's your question? Like, what are you really saying to those other passive investors? Well, it's kind of a reference from somebody else. How much money did you invest? When did you invest? Are you getting your returns as promised? And are they... Are they continuously uh, communicating with you, sending you the reports? Are they, uh, are they available when you want to call them, email them, or do you get consistency in their work or, uh, or not? So all that, that kind of uh, questions I have asked. Okay, got it. And as you're vetting a syndicator, uh, the sponsor of syndication, as you're figuring out what general partner that you want to invest your money with passively. Um, is there one single thing that's most more important than any other? Actually two of, two of them. First of all, the sponsor should have a track record. And the second is deal should be a good one. Got it. I love it. Okay. So uh, right now, let me sum up what we've talked about so far. We've stopped, talked about the first big step being, get educated, even as a passive investor. We right. talked about ways to do that. Step two, once you're educated, we're, we're talking about you need to actually underwrite your sponsor. You need to understand who you're uh, putting your money with and you need to vet them properly. And we talked about some ways that you do that. Step three is to actually, and this is crazy, to a lot of, to a lot of passives, they're not ready for this. So let's talk a little bit about this and how important it really is. Uh, KK says that step three, once you've, once you've gotten educated and once you've uh, vetted your sponsor and decided exactly who you want to put your money with, you still have to underwrite multiple deals. So he's talking about comparing and underwriting multiple deals, talking about market research, sub-market research, just figuring out the street He's talking about looking at the numbers, pulling his own co-star reports, rental comps, crime rate, like looking at the crime rate, 
this is incredible, KK, like the amount of due diligence you're doing just on the property as well. So if you can, talk to me first about why is that important for somebody who is a passive, passive investor to really underwrite deals before they get into them? Well, <clears throat> those OMs you get most of, um, all of them actually are those marketing materials. And I see a lot of like colorful pictures in there, not enough data. And you need to, because in, in, in this time, everybody wants to be a syndicator and make money because it's a hot market. And uh, I see a lot of those OMs I receive, they do not have enough data. And I always like to see the T12s in there. Hardly ever somebody has their T12s in there. They, they all they have is a performer. And I have been taught time and again that do not work on performer. I mean, you must work on performer, but after looking at the T12s and the rent rolls. Wow. Okay. Awesome. All right. So how, okay. If somebody else is besides you, because you obviously know the numbers, let's just say somebody wasn't comfortable with the numbers. Are you saying that, that how would they actually vet that? Should they pass the numbers off to a friend of theirs who understands it? Or should they just not invest in the asset class at all? Or I guess the third option, do they need to buckle down and just learn the stuff on their own? I think they should learn the stuff. I get all, a lot of time, because I have been on several podcasts and a lot of people know me as a, like a passive investor, I receive calls from people. They want to go over the OMs with them and they don't have knowledge. Every day I get one or two emails to discuss the OMs. And when I go back with them and ask them, what did you look about this and this? Or sometimes it might be even better for them, those indicators that they are looking at. Sometimes they are better for them. They don't understand they are better for them. Because it's, it's, it's a diff, there is a difference between buying yourself and investing it passively. Okay. Okay. Well, let me, let me know this. Okay. So we've really covered the parts of today's episode that we planned on covering. We're not done yet. We're going to get into a little bit more of your story and, and where you're going. Um, so first question that I have is just like, what is next for you? So in the pre-interview, you talked about maybe syndicating your own deals. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So tell me what's, what is the next step for KK? Well, my next step is to invest with someone who has a good track record. That's what I'm working on. And I have done enough passive deals. So I don't want to keep investing passively now. And I have learned a lot and I have good relationships with investors. I have been educating my investors. So what I'm looking at now is doing a GP with someone or a joint venture with someone. That's awesome. I like that. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So we are going to get into the final five. 
But before we get into the final five, we have a quick word from a sponsor and we'll be right back. Hey, podcast listener, I will be in Dallas, Texas on July 25th, 26th, and 27th of this year. July 25th, 26th, and 27th. I'd love to meet you there, but that's not why I'm sharing this. Why I'm sharing this is, holy cow, the people that are going to be speaking at this event, I mean, there's going to be hundreds of attendees. Hal Elrod, Corey Peterson, Robert Helms, Joe Fairless, Andrew Cushman, me, Adam Adams, Matt Fairclough, David Zook, Brian Burke, Michael Becker, Reed Goosens, Dan Hanford, and Neil Bawa. It's going to be insane. It'll be in Dallas, Texas on July. I almost forgot. July 25th, 26th. And 27th. I want you to go get your tickets. Just go to dealmakerliveevent.com forward slash Adam. If you do the forward slash Adam, you save an, an extra hundred bucks. Okay. Don't just go to dealmakerliveevent.com because then you'll pay an extra hundred bucks. But go to dealmakerliveevent.com forward slash Adam. And I'll just put that link in the show notes. See you there. KK, what is yeah. the most creative deal you've ever done? First of all, when I bought these 40 properties, uh, the the seller he first promised me to give me one year's uh, land contract. So he said you don't have to go to a bank, you don't have to give me any money. I'll give you on land contract. And uh, as soon after I agreed, he said, "Can you can you get a bank loan?" I said, "I can get a bank loan, but can you give me one house free?" And he agreed to that. Very, very interesting. He gave me a one house free and I went to a bank and got a bank loan. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And I use, I use that money as, as, as a earnest money. Okay. That is awesome. All right. So um, the next question is, what book do you recommend? Um, Multifamily Millions by Dave Lindahl. And, and Joe Fairless is the syndication book. Awesome. The next question is, think back a little bit and just tell us kind of where were you five years ago? I was in the gas station business, never thought of getting into the real estate business. And where will you be five years from today? I'm thinking of uh, being a full-time syndicator from five years and retiring at the same time okay awesome thank you for sharing that the next question is how you give back how do you give back okay we have our own charity since 2009 and uh, every cigarette carton we sell we we denote uh, we send 20 cents for every carton sold at our all the 10 stores and uh, we put it in a charity. We have a charity, 503 charity that has been registered with the IRS. And we donate to uh, other nonprofit organizations. And we have 15 children that we have adopted since 2009. Thank you. That's and we really pay cool. for their food, shelter, and uh, um, education. Wow. That's really awesome. The last question is, what is the number one, just one, what is the best way for 
the listener to reach out and get a hold of you? They can go to growrichcapital.com. Okay, growrichcapital.com. Rich I'm putting that into the Facebook as well as the show notes. We will have growrichcapital.com and that's how they can find KK. So thank you so much. Your time is very valuable. We all learned a lot and it's going to help us all be better investors, particularly better passive investors. I don't know if you knew this, but I am a syndicator, but also after making a couple of acquisition fees and we have a little bit of money, I actually am passively invested in 400 and something doors as well. So it's very important for me, particularly to be able to understand exactly what it takes to be a safe passive investor. So I really appreciate your time. And until next time, think outside the box. I hope you got value out of today's episode. And before I let you go, if you did get a lot of value, please feel free to hop over to iTunes and let us know your thoughts and impressions. I love it when I get five-star ratings and reviews from our listeners. And so if, if you wanna do that, I'd be super, super grateful. And as a reminder, I'll be on stage at the DealMaker Live event. If you want to go to dealmakerliveevent.com forward slash Adam, you actually save an extra hundred bucks. Who's going to be there? Well, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Advisors will be there. Corey Peterson, Hal Elrod, Robert Helms, Adam Adams, that's, that's me. Joe Fairless, Andrew Cushman, Matt Fairclough, Dave Zook, Brian Burke, Michael Becker, Reed Goosens, Dan Hanford, and Neil Bawa. It's going to be insane. I hope to see you there. Go to dealmakerliveevent.com forward slash Adam.